All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. This is one of those news days where the depth of information that we have, it is almost a task impossible to, to bring it to you in an orderly and understandable fashion. I'm going to do my very best and then we'll get an assist from Greg Jarrett and John Solomon. Both have breaking news and analysis, legal analysis on this latest batch of, of top secret classified documents that were found. Now we dis- we've discovered not at one location, now at, not at two locations. We know of at least three locations where they have been found as it relates to Joe Biden. We now learn that Joe Biden was actually hiding classified documents two separate places on the property of his vacation beach house. I think it's the vacation beach house where they're building a wall. They won't build a wall at our southern border because walls don't work, but they'll build it at Joe Biden's house because walls work. Anyway, uh, so Biden's lawyer finally comes out, uh, Richard Sauber, and confirms that aides have found a small number of classified records after searching Biden's residences in both Wilmington and, and Rehoboth Beach in Delaware. Uh, now, many of the documents were found in his Wilmington home garage. Uh, Peter Ducey will play the exchange later with Joe Biden earlier today. And uh, by the way, he's taken a very different tact and a different stance uh, than he did when he was on 60 Minutes being so critical of Donald Trump. How could that happen? How could one be so incompetent and so reckless and so irresponsible? And it's it's putting sources and methods in jeopardy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so many of the documents found in his Wilmington home garage on top of the Penn Biden Center at UPenn and one additional document found in an adjacent room. Um, And that's all that we know of as of now. Now we have the big announcement, of course, that the special counsel has been appointed by Merrick Garland as if he had any choice. Now, here's what's troublesome in terms of a timeline in my mind. Now, we knew we know that they received these documents on November 2nd. Our election was on November 8th. Why did they not tell the American people about this? And then two weeks later, there's the raid on Donald Trump's home. Now you have to ask the question, why didn't they simultaneously raid both homes? There's something really off about how the FBI and the Department of Justice has been working. And this is why Jim Jordan's Judiciary Committee investigation into the FBI being politicized and the DOJ being weaponized could not come at a better time for the country. Couldn't be worse timing for the Bidens, uh, especially now. And I have a lot of stories. There's a lot of money surrounding this from China, which I want to give you all the details about. Um, House Republicans now have just commenced their investigation. This is Jim Comer in the House Oversight Committee. While this new prosecutor, who I'll tell you about, gets to work in the Biden family crime syndicate. But anyway, the Oversight and uh, Reform Committee kicked off their promised investigation. The chairman is James Comer of Kentucky. And this gets into the Biden family syndicate and their dealings uh, with all these foreign countries and the money that have been made. And there's so many of them and there's so much evidence. But you start out with a big lie by Joe Biden repeatedly throughout the campaign. One of the few times he answered a real question. And that was, did you ever talk to your son, Hunter, about his foreign business dealings? 
Now, this is a guy, remember, that went on Good Morning America. Any experience in oil, energy, gas, Ukraine? Nope, 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 nope. Why do you think you may be paying millions? I don't know. He actually gave that answer. I don't know. Could it be your father is the vice president in charge of Ukraine policy, et cetera, et cetera? Okay, yeah. Now, this is this this money. Keep pay attention to the money because the money's going to matter here. And Jim Comer, just to remind you, is saying this investigation is about Joe Biden. It's not really the Hunter Biden laptop investigation. Now, we'll get to that, too. So anyway, the they've begun their their process. Democrats no longer have one party rule in Washington. Those of you that doubted the importance of this victory of the Republicans winning the House. Uh, but anyway, he's now kicked off his demands. We have Twitter news also today, but three former Twitter executives will appear before Congress uh, in their committee's investigation into big tech and their censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop. And why did, by the way, and this gets into Jim Jordan's probably domain, why did the FBI hire a guy whose thesis in 2016 in college had to do with Donald Trump and Russia colluding for Donald Trump to win the 2016 election? How did he get in charge of the 2020, uh, I guess, group of seven people that were in contact with big tech companies, warning them about potential disinformation campaigns from foreign adversaries and telling them specifically, according to the Twitter, uh, I guess, ethics guy, this guy by the name of Mr. Roth, that, in fact, he remembers and recalls that, yeah, that he was warned specifically, you might hear about Hunter Biden. So when the New York Post breaks the story, all these companies have been prepared by the FBI not to be inclined to listen to them. They might be victims of disinformation, and they were able to hold back for weeks that story from becoming public. And in the meantime, the FBI had the Hunter Biden laptop in their possession since December 2019. So this is them putting their thumb on the scales of another presidential election and another election. Uh, Biden changed his story somewhat today. His alibi for storing these classified documents in three separate locations now has shifted from claiming no knowledge of the documents to then reassuring people that they were stashed in a locked garage. Biden was asked by Peter Ducey why he stashed the documents in his garage in Delaware, and his response was, oh, well, the garage was locked, and it was next to his Corvette. Mr. My Corvette is in a locked garage, Okay. So it's not like sitting out there in the street. That was his alibi today. But that, you know, that the documents existed in a locked garage. Okay, now compare that to Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Mar-a-Lago. The FBI knew that he had documents in a specific room. The FBI went to that room. The FBI examined that room. They were given free, unfettered access to that room. And then after they looked... Uh, they, they said, would you mind putting a padlock on the door of that room? They said, sure. And they cooperated and put the padlock on. Now, did the FBI need to raid Mar-a-Lago to get back in that room? No. They could have just gone back or they could have taken him that day. Here's where things get pretty interesting. And now we're talking about the money side of this. Uh, John Solomon, Greg Jarrett at the top of the hour will give us more specificity and more detail. Turns out the money was much higher than the initially reported $54 million that flowed from anonymous Chinese donors to UPenn, and a vast majority of that going to the Penn-Biden Center. Um, it was $67 million, not $54 million, and that is a big deal to me. But anyway, 
So we found out that 47.7 of the 67 million from China, meaning anonymous Chinese donors, in the years that Biden was affiliated with it, the, the bulk of monies came them. The University of Pennsylvania, Ivy League institution, collected tens of millions of dollars from China while paying Joe Biden while that was his you know, salary job at the time. I think he was getting a million plus a year. I don't remember. And hosting his foreign policy think tank. And here's where it gets even more interesting because the university housing the Biden Pence, uh, the Penn Biden Center also was pressing to end the FBI China spy probe after big Beijing donations. And guess what? They were successful. Anyway, Merrick Garland, it turns out, again, this is after the money had already flowed into the Penn Biden Center, $47.7 million during the time Biden's working there. Then in 2022, Merrick Garland in February shut down the FBI's China initiative shortly after more than 160 members of the University of Pennsylvania faculty signed and made public an open letter demanding the program be shuttered on the grounds that it amounted to racial profiling. The faculty letter was part of a larger university uh, battle against the program. Uh, I would argue that probably the tenured professors at UPenn were hoping that China keep, kept giving more money because that would mean more money potentially in their pockets, in their coffers. Now, let's take it to another level. Let's talk about Hunter and let's talk about Hunter's involvement in all of this because the, the Penn Biden Center, that's the heart of the, the latest Biden controversy. Although now we br it brings us to his home, which has not been raided, which should be raided. And we found out that in April of 2016, and, uh, an email went out with confidential notes uh, to this uh, creative artist agents. It's known as CAA. It's a big agent, a big agency that represents people. Insiders told me there were there was a ban on Sean Hannity. Not that I would ever want to be represented or would ever allow myself to be represented by them. Uh, I've got the best lawyer for that in the world, and his name is David Limbaugh. But anyway, so he uh, anyway there was an email between this agent and Hunter Biden. And in the letter that went back and forth, one of the plans they had laid out in a meeting, they said, and this was to basically sum up what they discussed in the meeting and confidential notes from the meeting. One of the plans was wealth creation with no further explanation and another including an apparent reference to the Penn Biden Center with a possible job opportunity for Hunter. The Biden Institute of Foreign Relations at UPenn the email says, focus on foreign policy. In addition to the Institute at UPenn, the school has an existing office in D.C. that will be expanded to a house uh, to house a D.C. office for VP Biden and Mike Hunter and Steve, question mark, operates like the Clinton Global Initiative without the money raise. Anyway, Hunter then confirmed his notes, but then says Hunter in theory, that's the way I'd like to see it shake out. But please, pretty please with sugar on top. I'm adding that part. Please keep this very confidential between us. Nothing is set in stone. Still a lot of sensitivity around all of this, both internally and externally. And he hasn't made any decision and it could change overnight. The same hunter that complained bitterly about giving half of his income to pops. The same hunter that complained about having to pay for pops repairs at his house. Uh, the same uh, hunter Biden that is seen in pictures with his foreign business partners and pops. 
The same Hunter Biden whose father leveraged a billion taxpayer dollars and demanded a prosecutor in Ukraine get fired uh, before they get the billion dollars and you only have six hours to fire them and son of a bee, they fired them. You know, the same uh, Hunter Biden that flew with pops to Asia and then 10 days later makes that deal with the Bank of China. The same guy that was trying to make this deal on, on energy deals with the CEFC uh, group a Chinese group, uh, and uh, again, no experience in any of these issues. All of this now. Now, there's a report that they might be going after Hunter. With this, We know this Delaware grand jury had been convened, and they might go after him because he lied on his gun application. Or they might go after him as it relates to back taxes uh, that he didn't pay, although he's borrowed money to pay it. Uh, that's not. That's the low-hanging fruit. What about the influence peddling aspect of this? Now, Biden's special prosecutor is a guy by the name of Robert Hur. He will serve as a special counsel overseeing an inquiry to the discovery of documents with classification markings. Uh, Hur served as a top federal prosecutor for Maryland 2018-2021 uh, and had, was appointed to the role by President Trump, unanimously confirmed by the Senate. Here's what I was told by one person, one source, and I don't know if it's true. They said, think Rod Rosenstein. Meaning that the guy that's that's the kind of person this guy is. I don't know, but we'll do a deep dive. We'll know a lot more by the end of tonight for sure. Uh, listen, I got to get take a quick break here. Eight hundred nine four one Sean. We have John Solomon. We have Greg Jarrett. We will we will get deeper into all of this. I have a lot more news to get to. We have a Twitter file dump again today that is very revealing that vindicates Devin Nunes and absolutely excoriates as the pathological congenital liar Adam Schiff. We'll get to that. I want to tell you first about my friends at Lone Star Transfer. These are really good people. They're great at what they do. And if you have a timeshare and you've tried booking it, you know that it's almost impossible. And many timeshare owners are, are shocked to learn that their timeshare is now available to the public. And they're sick and tired because their yearly dues have nearly doubled during this maintenance fee season. And this company, Lone Star Transfer, has gotten thousands and thousands and thousands of people out of their timeshares legally and permanently and they have an a-plus rating with the better business bureau 900 five-star testimonials with their clients and they guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a, speci a specific time frame how's that the only company i trust lone star transfer go to their website lonestartransfer.com or you can give them a call 833-594-0075 833-594-0075 LoneStarTransfer.com.